What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo. Today I am reviewing a new movie, a new, well, recently released, I guess I could say. Uh, it is a movie on Netflix. It is a Netflix original, and that is The Atom Project. It is the uh, the movie with Rhino Reynolds. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about it, but it's been kind of like hit and miss. Some people find it just okay. Some people really like it. Uh, but general consensus is it's right around like that 2.5 to 3 mark on the star scale. But before we jump into that review, if you like what we're doing here, you like all of our reviews, and you want to pick the movies that we review each and every week, then you need to go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number 2. By supporting us at any of those tiers, you get access to a whole bunch of different content, exclusive content, I might add. You have exclusive podcasts, segments. You get to vote on what you want to hear week in and week out through our Discord, which is only available to our Patreon supporters. So if that uh, strikes your fancy, go to patreon.com slash 2game. And you also get the added benefit of getting a free ticket to our Patreon meetups when we go see a movie every single quarter. Uh, we get together as a group, go see a movie, hang out. But you only get that benefit if you go to patreon.com slash 2game. And then also shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Paradixio, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, Michael King, Brian slash Corey Costa, uh, Casey Pye, and Christina Lambeau. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier every single month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. But that's enough of that Patreon stuff, guys. That's not what you're here for, okay? You're here for me to review The Adam Project, so let's jump into it. Uh, so after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self for a mission to save the future. This movie was directed by Sean Levy, who has directed a lot of movies. And just from kind of looking at it, they're all just okay movies. I, I don't see any movie on here that is just uh, just blown away by. Uh, shout out. We have Free Guy, The Internship, Real Steel, Date Night, Night at the Museum 1 through 3, The Pink Panther, Just Married, uh, Cheaper by the Dozen as well. And he's he's directed a lot of TV episodes as well. But yeah, like I'm just looking at all those movies. I don't know. I haven't seen uh, a couple of these, but just off the top of my head, none of them really are like just amazing. Uh, unknown budget because it is a Netflix movie. They don't really release that, and it also does not have a gross because it is a streaming movie as well. It stars Ryan Reynolds, Walker Scobell, Mark Ruffalo, and Jennifer Garner. It has a runtime of one hour and forty six minutes, and it was released on Netflix March eleventh, twenty twenty two. So jumping into the fun facts, Catherine Keener, who plays Sorian in the movie plays both younger and older self through the use of deep fake technology as opposed to CGI de-aging, which is very, very common in big-budget movies. Uh, on the day of this release, Sean Levy was announced as director of Deadpool 3. I, I'm not a huge Deadpool fan. I mean, I, I'll watch them, and I'll enjoy them, but I'm not going to die on a hill and say they're like the best movies of all time like a lot of people will. Uh... I did review Deadpool 1. I haven't reviewed Deadpool 2 yet. Uh, like I said, it's not a hill that I'm a dime. They're, they're fine movies. They're, they're just fine. And last but not least, this movie was filmed in and around Vancouver, but it is supposed to take place in Washington. So 
there you go. Not necessarily a huge, like, amazing fun fact, but hey, I'm working with what I'm given here, okay? There's not much more I can do about that. But jumping into this review, I, I've been dis- I've been undecided on whether or not I was going to do a spoiler versus a non-spoiler. So I'm just going to keep it non-spoiler for the most part. I, I don't feel any need to really jump into any of the specifics of this movie. So yeah, I think if you haven't seen this movie, you are good to go on uh, on listening to this review. I will be talking about some of the characteristics of all the individual characters and some of the uh, themes that kind of are woven throughout the uh, the movie. Uh, as far as the specific plot details, I don't plan on jumping into any of that, so you should be good. But do I like this movie, or do I not like this movie? I think it's a fine movie. I, I had a good time. I was entertained. I enjoyed the entire runtime. I mean, it's a, what, hour and almost 50-minute movie, so it, it's good. I, I liked it. I won't say that I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. I know there is uh, several out there that they just love Ryan Reynolds and they love all of his movies. I usually find his movies to be, you know, somewhat enjoyable, entertaining, but they're usually not movies that I go back to on a regular basis. I mean, Green Lantern, I know a lot of people hate that movie. I'm fine with it. I don't think it's terrible. I mean, it's not a good movie, but it's entertaining at least, right? Uh, And Deadpool, as much as I don't like it compared to everybody else, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's I think it's enjoyable. It's just not something that I will I don't know like once or twice a year go back and rewatch. It's just not one of those movies for me. And Ryan Reynolds is just not one of those actors for me either. Uh, will I go out and watch his movies at the theaters or anything like that? Probably not. I mean, depending on what the movie is. I mean, he just he was just in that movie with uh, The Rock, Red Notice, and it was like. Mm, that movie is okay. It's not amazing. I mean, it's not bad either. I haven't seen Free Guy yet, but there's just... I'm, I'm not a huge Ryan Reynolds fan, and so I just won't put that disclaimer out there to begin with. But I think this movie is one of his more enjoyable movies. Again, I'm not going to go and rewatch this movie in like six, seven months. Like, three, four years down the road. Hey, I kind of want to rewatch this uh, little Adam project, you know, rewatch that movie. I had a good time with it uh, previously. And uh, I think, I think it'd be good for a, a late night viewing or when I'm bored and I just need something to kind of waste time with. I, I think it's that kind of movie uh, for the future. Not necessarily for a first time watch. I think it's enjoyable. I think it's fine. I, I don't think it's a bad movie. Is there any real complaints of it? Uh, it's mainly with some of the the chemistry and the relationships between the actors uh, that I have the biggest issue with in this movie. I think some of the writing can be kind of, it's kind of annoying at times. I wouldn't say it's just bad. It just feels like they're trying to throw a joke in there, and it just doesn't land. It, it feels like Deadpool, and that's one of the issues with Deadpool that I have, is they just throw so many jokes at you. They don't even care if it's a good joke. They just throw so many at you hoping you'll laugh at one of them. And they don't do that like derogatory in this movie. They don't they don't make derogatory jokes or anything. Like, there's like one or two here and there. So I don't want you to get confused and think, oh, well, this is a Deadpool movie. I'm I'm so gonna watch this movie. No, you can kinda see his his performance kinda like Deadpool in this movie. So I, I do think this is kind of a mixture between Guardians of the Galaxy the the movie the kid with Bruce Willis where he sees like his old his younger self and whatnot and then you got Deadpool as well I think it's a mixture of all three of those movies and not necessarily in a good way most of the time I think they 
they should have cut the Guardians reference out of there, the influence out of there, and just made it like the kid and maybe a little bit of Deadpool. I think it would have been a better movie. Uh, it's, it's just like every once in a while you get these kick-up theme uh, soundtrack scenes, and it's just like this is this feels out of place, honestly. And then it doesn't. It's kind of ironic that Zoe Zaldana is in this movie as well, and I get those 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 vibes in this movie. And I'm telling you, it's not because of her. It, it's just like they have. It's probably about three or four scenes throughout the entire movie that's just like this could fit in a Guardians of the Galaxy movie with the soundtrack, with the with the scene that in particular, and some of the performances. It, it could fit in that universe, honestly. But going into this movie, I kind of expected just typical Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know, where he's just fast mouth and just kind of snarky and whatnot. And I kind of expected a decent family action movie because originally I was not aware that this was going to be like a family movie. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to have some heartfelt, some lighthearted moments throughout, and it's going to be made for kids. Honestly, it's probably not for kids under the age of 10. There are some jokes thrown in there that are that would be inappropriate for a younger audience. So I'll probably stay away if it if you're looking at like an eight or a nine year old. Uh, it, it's really just your best best judgment. There's a, there's a few sexual innuendos in there and whatnot. I don't know if they cuss. I think they I think they say a few cuss words if I'm not mistaken. But overall, I think if you have a family that has all kids over the age of 10, I think this is a fine movie for you. Uh, it is PG-13, so there you go. Take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but yeah, I think this is just a typical Ryan Reynolds performance. He doesn't do anything amazing in this movie, but he also doesn't do anything bad. I will say this. I, I While I enjoyed his performance overall... The comedic beats, the comedic scenes when he's trying to be funny and he's just trying to get to the next action sequence, I think he's fine. I think he's really great, actually. But the second they kind of slow it down and try to make it more of a like a, a drama and try to put him in some heartfelt scenes where he's trying to connect with the other characters, I think he kind of falls flat a little bit. And I don't know if that's because of the acting or if it's because of the chemistry because... I've noticed through a lot of different actors in this movie, they just don't jive well with each other. Now, Ryan Reynolds and, what's his name, Walker Scobell, the kid, his uh, his younger self, they actually have really, really great chemistry. And when they're on screen and they're doing that little banter back and forth, it's like, hell yes, I am 100% there for that. And that is really what drives this movie more than anything is that relationship. And the fact that they have such great chemistry is a testament to both of them as actors uh, because he has more chemistry with this kid than he does with the older actors, and it's kind of weird. Uh, he doesn't have any chemistry with Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Zoe Zaldana. There's just no chemistry between any of those characters or those actors that makes me feel invested and makes me want to care for them whatsoever. Now, do they do a good job of kind of developing those characters throughout the movie? Yeah, to some degree, yeah, to some degree. Um, I wouldn't say they're fully fleshed out characters or whatnot, but they do each have kind of like a like a moment in the movie. Maybe less Zoe Zaldana. Uh, she's kind of just haphazardly thrown in there more so than anything. And then Jennifer Garner, there should be a moment in there where she, it feels like she has an arc, okay? 
at the very beginning of the movie, she has this little scene with Ryan Reynolds, and then at the very end of the movie, she has a scene with uh, Walker Scobell, but it's not really resolved in a satisfying way, so I think that would be one of my, my complaints right there. And then you have Mark Ruffalo, and he just has really no chemistry with anybody. Yeah, he's fine in some of the scenes that he's in, but as far as the emotional connection, I just I just don't feel it with me personally. But I do believe that Walker Scobell and Ryan Reynolds are the star of this movie. I mean, that's basically the plot of the movie is based off these two uh, individuals. So, honestly, they had to hit a home run with that, and I do think they hit a home run with that. Would I watch a sequel? I would. I would watch a sequel. I don't know how they would set up a sequel, to be honest with you, or what they would do in the future. Uh, no pun intended. But... I, I would sit there for another two hours and watch a continuation of this story. But I feel like I feel like they would have to change up some of the other characters, uh, maybe kind of flesh them out a little bit more, maybe make it a series or something like that, that you get more time with these characters and maybe that, that chemistry will be there. Uh, but the biggest issue with the movie for me is the chemistry between all of the older actors. I, I, like I said, Walker Scobell and Ryan Reynolds did a fantastic job in this movie. And when they were not on screen, I was kind of disappointed. But with that being said, I was never bored by this movie as a whole. I, I thought the pacing was pretty good. And I thought the story was decent enough to kind of propel you forward with the time. And then you have the comedic beats as well to kind of push you forward a little bit. So I think all of it kind of works together in a way. But like I said, the, the biggest issue is the chemistry. And then some of the writing, some of the jokes just fall kind of flat for me. Uh, and then they do kind of miss on some of the emotional beats, mainly because it doesn't feel earned in a lot of the situations. And I, I don't know if that's a chemistry thing or if that's a writing issue as well. Uh, but yeah, it just some of the emotional beats toward the end, I'm like, okay, this is a really, really great scene, and they're doing some great acting here, but it's not earned. Like, you didn't do enough with this. Uh, maybe it was the, the chemistry or whatever that just didn't make this scene as amazing as it could in the rest of in the context of the rest of the movie. And one of the interesting themes that I, I do want to talk about before I close out this review, and it shouldn't be any spoilers. It, it's, it's really not going to spoil any particular scene or what happens at the end, anything like that. It's mainly just uh, themes of loss and grief is woven in and out of this story in a... I'm not going to say a unique way, but in a, it's in a good and satisfying way, I think. Now, like I said a few minutes ago, some of it feels unearned towards the end because of the chemistry, maybe because some of the writing as well. But I do think they have some great scenes with with these characters and dealing with some of the grief, some of the uh, some of the sadness, and some of the past traumas in their lives. So we have older... Uh, Adam, who is Ryan Reynolds, he's dealing with the loss of his wife, but he's also still dealing with the loss of his dad. And they kind of go into that a little bit more in the movie. The kid kind of points out some stuff that I don't really want to spoil. Uh, but yeah, he's dealing with those two losses. And then the boy, who is dealing with the loss of his dad, it's kind of fresh. It's within the, like the last year. So then you got his loss right there. Then you got the loss of maybe his mom, too, where he's not really connecting with her on an emotional level and he's just kind of getting in trouble all the time and then you kind of tag along with Mark Ruffalo who's kind of the center of all of that and then you have Jennifer Garner who is dealing with not only her kid 
being this this terror and just kind of making her life even worse. But she's trying to be strong for him so so he doesn't see her being sad. But she's also dealing with the loss of her husband and she's not able to move forward. And I think those I think those scenes are really, really great. And I think they do a good job of kind of showcasing that throughout the movie. The only issue is some of it feels unresolved. Jennifer Garner's character, does she really ever get over the grief? I don't know, because they don't really go into that too much into the movie, in the back half of the movie anyways. So I think ultimately, this movie could have been great. This could have been a movie that it goes on Netflix and everybody watches, and is just one of the best Netflix movies of all time. Uh, it had a chance to be a truly special movie, but it's just like almost there. It's, it's not quite there, and I think it's some of the emotional scenes, some of the writing, and then some of that chemistry. It just it felt like, ah, I don't, I don't really believe any of these relationships. Like Zoe Zaldana and uh, Ryan Reynolds, I don't, I don't believe that relationship. I don't feel it, uh, and I don't know if that's because they just didn't do the, the heavy lifting, the writing to kind of support that, or maybe it was the chemistry. I don't, I don't really know, to be honest with you. But it just feels off right there, and that's one of the, like I said, one of the issues that I have with the movie, and it's really what holds it back ultimately for me, because there are some really great emotional sequences in this movie. It's just a few of them just feel so unearned, and like I said, that is the that is the biggest issue with the movie. But as far as the action sequences go, they're okay. I I wouldn't go into this movie expecting some some amazing action movie, and I didn't really have fun with the action. It was just kind of there. Honestly, and I don't say this very lightly, normally we want to get to the next action sequence. Normally we love action sequences, and by we I mean me. I will say I wasn't too fond of the action sequences, actually. I mean, they're fine, like I mentioned a minute ago, but honestly, I want to get back to their banter, the comedic beats with between those two characters of Ryan Reynolds and Walker Scobell. I just want to see more of those emotional scenes between some of these, uh, between the parents and the kid. And I think that's really where the movie shines. Just don't go into it expecting that you're going to see like a PG-13 Michael Bay film that's good for kids and whatnot. Because that's not what you're going to get. Uh, there are some decent fight sequences. Uh, but it's nothing that you haven't seen in a movie before. But ultimately, I find the movie fun. I find it entertaining. And it kind of pushed me through the movie with the uh, more more so with the emotional sequences than anything uh but yeah i give it three stars i recommend going to watch it and check it out uh like i said it's kind of in that 2.5 to 3 range from what i've seen from all the reviews and i want to say it's right at a three on on letterbox i don't know what the average was uh last time i checked but yeah I, th- I think you're looking at a solid movie that you could just waste two hours of your life with and have a decent time you know I'm not gonna say you're gonna have this amazing time and you're not gonna see one of these these movies that is gonna be like your top 100 of all time or anything like that and I also we wouldn't even put it in a category of like best time traveling movies of all time because actually when you get down to it it's really not that great of a time traveling movie it's uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of bad if you go with that type of movie. Uh, Back to the Future does it so much better. Uh, Avengers Endgame does it so much better. And there's just so many time-traveling movies out there that are, are just better in that regard, in that aspect of their movies. This one is just kind of like, eh. Like, they make rules up as they go, but then five seconds later, they break them. So, it's not a great time-traveling movie. But, 
otherwise, other than that, it's a it's a decent, entertaining movie that I would recommend go and check out. Uh, but that's going to be it for me, guys. I appreciate y'all joining me for this review of The Adam Project, which, again, can be found on Netflix. You let me know on our Discord by going to patreon.com slash 2game of what you think about this movie. You can also drop us a comment on our Facebook or email me at 2gamepodcast at gmail.com. But that's going to be it for me. I will catch y'all next time on another review. Laters.